This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. When it comes to cross-cultural ministry, what does it look like for outsiders to serve as humble alongsiders in the work God is already doing? Keep listening to hear more about Craig Greenfield's new book, Subversive Mission. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Your word is truth, your word is life. Presented by Innervar City Press. Your word is truth, your word is life. A daily audio Bible podcast read by Dr. Christina Edmondson. And Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes, that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Ezekiel chapter 13 through Ezekiel chapter 15. Ezekiel chapter 13, beginning at verse 1. False prophets denounced. Then the Lord's message came to me, Son of man, prophesy against the prophets of Israel who are now prophesying. Say to the prophets who prophesy from their imagination, listen to the Lord's message. This is what the Sovereign Lord says, Woe to the foolish prophets who follow their own spirit but have seen nothing. Your prophets have become like jackals among the ruins, O Israel. You have not gone up in the breaks in the wall, nor repaired a wall for the house of Israel that it would stand strong in the battle on the day of the Lord. They see delusion, and their omens are a lie. They say, The Lord declares, though the Lord has not sent them, yet they expect their word to be confirmed. Have you not seen a false vision and announced a lying omen when you say, The Lord declares, although I myself never spoke? Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says, because you have spoken false words and forecast delusion. Look, I am against you, declares the Sovereign Lord. My hand will be against the prophets who see delusion and announce lying omens. They will not be included in the council of my people, nor be written in the registry of the house of Israel, nor enter the land of Israel. Then you will know that I am the sovereign Lord. This is because they have led my people astray, saying, All is well when things are not well. When anyone builds a wall without mortar, they coat it with whitewash. Tell the ones who coat it with whitewash that it will fall. When there is a deluge of rain, hailstones will fall and a violent wind will break out. When the wall has collapsed, people will ask you, where is the whitewash you coated it with? Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. In my rage, I will make a violent wind break out. In my anger, there will be a deluge of rain and hailstones in destructive fury. I will break down the wall you coated with whitewash and knock it to the ground so that its foundation is exposed. When it falls, you will be destroyed beneath it and you will know that I am the Lord. I will vent my rage against the wall and against those who coated it with whitewash. Then I will say to you, the wall is no more, 
and those who whitewashed it are no more. Those prophets of Israel who would prophesy about Jerusalem would see visions of peace for it, when there was no peace, declares the Sovereign Lord. As for you, son of man, turn toward the daughters of your people who are prophesying from their imagination. Prophesy against them and say, this is what the Sovereign Lord says, Woe to those who sew bands on all their wrists and make headbands for heads of every size to entrap people's lives. Will you entrap my people's lives, yet preserve your own lives? You have profaned me among my people for handfuls of barley and scraps of bread. You have put to death people who should not die and kept alive those who should not live by your lies to my people who listen to lies. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. Take note that I am against your wristbands with which you entrap people's lives like birds. I will tear them from your arms and will release the people's lives which you hunt like birds. I will tear off your headbands and rescue my people from your power. They will no longer be prey in your hands. Then you will know that I am the Lord. This is because you have disheartened the righteous person with lies, although I have not grieved him. And because you have encouraged the wicked person not to turn from his evil conduct and preserve his life. Therefore, you will no longer see false visions and practice divination. I will rescue my people from your power, and you will know that I am the Lord. Ezekiel chapter 14, beginning at verse 1. Well-deserved judgment. Then some men from Israel's elders came to me and sat down in front of me. The Lord's message came to me, Son of man, these men have erected their idols in their hearts and placed the obstacle leading to their iniquity right before their faces. Should I really allow them to seek me? Therefore, speak to them and say to them, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. When anyone from the house of Israel erects his idols in his heart and sets the obstacle leading to his iniquity before his face and then consults a prophet, I, the Lord, am determined to answer him personally according to the enormity of his idolatry. I will do this in order to capture the hearts of the house of Israel, who have alienated themselves from me on account of all their idols. Therefore, say to the house of Israel, this is what the Sovereign Lord says, Return, turn from your idols, and turn your faces away from your abominations. For when anyone from the house of Israel, or the resident foreigner who lives in Israel, separates himself from me, and erects his idols in his heart, and sets the obstacle leading to his iniquity before his face, and then consults a prophet to seek something from me, I, the Lord, am determined to answer him personally. I will set my face against that person, and will make him an object lesson and a byword, and will cut him off from among my people. Then you will know that I am the Lord. As for the prophet, if he is made a fool by being deceived into speaking a prophetic word, I, the Lord, have made a fool of the prophet." and I will stretch out my hand against him and destroy him from among my people Israel. They will bear their punishment. The punishment of the one who sought an oracle will be the same as the punishment of the prophet who gave it, so that the house of Israel will no longer go astray from me, nor continue to defile themselves by all their sins. They will be my people, and I will be their God, declares the Sovereign Lord. The Lord's message came to me, Son of man. Suppose a country sins against me by being unfaithful and I stretch out my hand against it, cut off its bread supply, cause famine to come on it, and kill both people and animals. Even if these three men, Noah, Daniel, and Job were in it, they would save only their lives by their righteousness, declares the Sovereign Lord. Suppose I were to send wild animals through the land and kill its children, leaving it desolate without travelers due to the wild animals. Even if these three men were in it, as surely as I live, declares the Sovereign Lord, they could not save their own sons or daughters. They would save only their own lives, and the land would become desolate. Or suppose I were to bring a sword against the land and say, let a sword pass through the land, and I were to kill both people and animals, even if these three men were in it. As surely as I live, declares the Sovereign Lord, they could not save their own sons or daughters. 
they would save only their own lives. Or suppose I were to send a plague into that land and pour out my rage on it with bloodshed, killing both people and animals, even if Noah, Daniel, and Job were in it. As surely as I live, declares the sovereign Lord, they could not save their own son or daughter. They would save only their own lives by their righteousness. For this is what the sovereign Lord says, how much worse will it be when I send my four terrible judgments, sword, famine, wild animals, and plague to Jerusalem to kill both people and animals. Yet some survivors will be left in it, sons and daughters who will be brought out. They will come out to you, and when you see their behavior and their deeds, you will be consoled about the catastrophe I have brought on Jerusalem for everything I brought on it. They will console you when you see their behavior and their deeds, because you will know that it was not without reason that I have done everything that I have done in it, declares the Sovereign Lord. Ezekiel chapter 15, beginning at verse 1, burning a useless vine. The Lord's message came to me, son of man. Of all the woody branches among the trees of the forest, what happens to the wood of the vine? Can wood be taken from it to make anything useful? Or can anyone make a peg from it to hang things on? No, it is thrown in the fire for fuel. When the fire has burned up both ends of it and it is charred in the middle, will it be useful for anything? Indeed, if it was not made into anything useful when it was whole, how much less can it be made into anything when the fire has burned it up and it is charred? Therefore, This is what the Sovereign Lord says, Like the wood of the vine is among the trees of the forest that I have provided as fuel for the fire, so I will provide the residents of Jerusalem as fuel. I will set my face against them. Although they have escaped from the fire, the fire will still consume them. Then you will know that I am the Lord. When I set my face against them, I will make the land desolate, because they have acted unfaithfully, declares the Sovereign Lord. New Testament reading, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 6 through 22. For I am already being poured out as an offering, and the time for me to depart is at hand. I have completed well. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Finally, the crown of righteousness is reserved for me. The Lord, the righteous judge, will award it to me in that day, and not to me only, but also to all who have set their affection on his appearing. Travel plans and concluding greetings. Make every effort to come to me soon. For Demas deserted me, since he loved the present age, and he went to Thessalonica. Crescens went to Galatia, and Titus to Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me. Get Mark and bring him with you, because he is a great help to me in ministry. Now I have sent Tychicus to Ephesus. When you come, bring with you the cloak I left in Tros, with Carpus and the scrolls, especially the parchments. Alexander the coppersmith did me a great deal of harm. The Lord will repay him in keeping with his deeds. You be on guard against him too, because he vehemently opposed our words. At my first defense, no one appeared in my support. Instead, they all deserted me. May they not be held accountable for it. But the Lord stood by me and strengthened me, so that through me, the message will be fully proclaimed for all the Gentiles to hear. And so I was delivered from the lion's mouth. The Lord will deliver me from every evil deed and will bring me safely into his heavenly kingdom. To him, Be glory forever and ever. Amen. Greetings to Prisca and Aquila and the family of Onesiphorus. Erastus stayed in Corinth. Trophimus, I left ill in Miletus. Make every effort to come before winter. Greetings to you from Eubulus, Pudens, Linus, Claudia, and all the brothers and sisters. The Lord be with your spirit. Grace be with you. This is the word of God. 
for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Sovereign Lord, thank you. Thank you for these passages, O God, that remind us, O God, that warn us, that reprove us, that exhort us toward holy living and toward faithfulness, to scorn idolatry, to flee from it, to smash the idols in our hearts and the idols that we put before our face as objects before our face, O God, that we place before you, O God. But you are the living God, and we know that we live before the face of God. We live before your face every day in every moment of every second. God, would you help us, O God, to kill those idols within our hearts, O God? Would you help us to continue until the end, O God, knowing that it's only the righteousness of Christ that will save us from the coming judgment, O God? I was struck by the declarations, O God, a pronouncements of judgment, O God, in Ezekiel and how you say even how you said even with these three men in the land that only their righteousness would save them. They couldn't save their sons or daughters, not Job, not Daniel. None of the patriarchs, they would not have been, even if they were in the land during the time of your pronouncement of judgment, you said they would save only themselves because of their righteousness, O God. Well, I thank you, O God, that here on the other side of the cross, O Lord, we know full well, O God, that our righteousness alone cannot save us. And I thank you so much that we have the righteousness of Christ by faith in the finish and complete work of Jesus Christ. And we know it is the righteousness of Christ enables us, empowers us, that gives us the right to be children of God and to escape the judgment. We know that we will hear well done because of your grace, because of your mercy, because of your kindness toward us, O God. I thank you, O Lord, that you hear us. And I thank you, O God, that when we repent, when we turn, O God, you stand ready to relent. You stand ready to turn. And I thank you, God, you have been so very patient with us. There's so much violence in the land. There's so much toxicity in the land. There is so much hatred and wickedness in the land, oh God. All types of behavior that is deserving of your judgment. But I thank you, oh God, that by your mercy and by your grace, you have not poured out the full measure of your judgment upon us, God, and we're grateful. So would you help us to live as a grateful people? Would you help us to persevere until the end, oh God, and not turn away and to desert the gospel and to desert our fellow saints and to desert the prophets that you've placed in our lives, oh God, and the good pastors whom you've placed in our lives, oh God, would you help us not to turn away and desert the gospel because of the temptations of the present age? I was struck when um, Paul said that in his writings, talking about um, Demas who deserted him because he loved the present age. He loved the world. God, would you help us? Would you help us, O Lord God, not to be of this world, but to be in it? God, would you help us, O God, not to love this world in such a way that it takes precedence over our love for you, but also not to despise it, O God? Would you help us, O God, to love you above all else, and that by loving you we will learn to be wise as serpents and gentle as doves in this present evil age. We need your wisdom poured out upon us. We need your discernment poured out upon us. We need your love shed abroad our hearts, O God. Would you help us? Would you be with us? Renew our minds, renew our spirits. Thank you that we have the mind of Christ. And would you help us to live like we do? Help us, O God, to become what we are. 
I pray this in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. For many, missions is a story of heroes, martyrs, and the advance of the gospel. For others, it's the story of colonialism and missionary disasters. So how do we respond to God's call to love our neighbors as a new era emerges? Craig Greenfield shares about his journey in his new book, Subversive Mission, where he rediscovers the five-fold missional gifts of apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher, and demonstrates how each of these must look radically different in a cross-cultural context. Through Craig's own journey, you'll be inspired by a new way of working for a change in the world. As a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off of Subversive Mission plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code THEWORD. That's promo code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at ivpress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee.